thing, brother. <laughs> It makes a cornbread, sister makes a tea. Dance a little jig around the kitchen with me. Back, I'm bringing country back. You're listening to Bringing Country Back, a weekly show featuring the best in traditional country music and where we let you hear from the artists still bringing us traditional country music. I'm your host, Brian Andrews. Buckle up because we'll be bringing you outlaw country, classic country, bluegrass, and all the sounds of that traditional country And we sound. are back so stay for tuned another to bring country week back with Bring Country Back. Experience. We got a good week going this week. We've got uh, a little something different. You know that we usually do some interviews here and there, but uh, today we're going to do some uh, interviews and live music in the studio. We got a couple of special guys with us here that uh, we're going to feature for a good hour, hour and a half, and uh, bring you a Bring you a little bit about where where they've come from, where they're going, what they're doing, and uh, some of their music. And uh, I call them legends because it doesn't matter where you are. I, I'm I do a lot of scheduling of acts for a couple clubs here in, in Pittsfield, social clubs. And uh, sometimes when I mention an act's name, you know, people on the committee will say, "Well, who's that?" And when I mention these guys' names, there's no questions. So we're gonna get to them in a in a little bit. In the uh, meantime, we're gonna start out with a, a little bit of some uh, Bobby Flores, of course, from uh, Texas. And uh, my, my favorite, Justin Trevino, definitely uh, out, of, out of the Texas sound. But right here is a new one that came out this week. Cody Johnson, he, he's keeping it traditional. He's, he's coming in with a blast the last couple of years. And um, this one isn't available on an album yet. He actually just released this as a YouTube video. Um, but a great, great cover with uh, She's Acting Single. And when we get back, we'll, we'll do our interview. So uh, buckle up and let's head into the traditional music. One, two. I've seen men look at her before. They think that I don't see. I like to think it makes me proud, but I'm on. I know she'll be looking back the minute I'm not there While she pours herself on some stranger I pour myself a drink somewhere
Yes, I've got heartaches by the number A love that I can't win But the day that I stop counting That's the day my world will end Yes, the day that I stop counting That's the day my world will end Talk Back, Trembling Lips, covered there by Bobby Flores, of course, originally done and was a hit for uh, Ernie Ashworth. He did it a number of times and uh, got great success with that. But uh, Bobby Flores out of East Texas, he's a a little secret down there they keep hidden. Um, And then before that, we heard uh, Justin Trevino and his salute to uh, Ray Price and the Cherokee uh, Cowboys 
album, and um, Heartaches by the Number. And, of course, we start out with Cody Johnson, who did She's Acting Single. That was originally um, done by Gary Stewart back in 1975. And um, he took that to number one on the Hot Country Billboard chart. And uh, he took it to number four, actually, on the Canadian chart as well. So, uh, great job. So, no more delay. We're going to get to our guest today. We've got... Uh, with us, the Pug and John sh show, we call them, although it's Pug Demery and John Zarvis. Welcome, gentlemen, for today to the Bringing Country Back show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on, Brian. Well, you know, I, I try to do different things here, and um, I tend to feature a lot of traditional country, try to feature artists that... Uh, don't always get the, the credit or coverage they deserve. And, well, you guys get a lot of coverage here in Berkshire County. You are busy. Um, but why don't we start out with uh, John. Tell me a little bit about your – you've got quite a path through music. You've started out at a younger age. And a very young age, yeah. My mother was a piano teacher. We all had to take lessons. So I was probably playing piano while I was five, six years old. Wow. Yeah, and uh, after that, I remember being on TV and seeing somebody like Buddy Holly or somebody playing a electric guitar, Fender, a white Fender Stratocaster. I'll never forget it. And I took one look at that, and I said, man, that is what I want to do. And then I started leaning toward guitar. Wow. And been playing guitar basically ever since. So did you take lessons or teach yourself? or? I took my father... Uh, was best friends with Ted Chogri, who oh, used to yeah. be a guy in the day. And uh, they grew up in the same neighborhood. My father traded him a typewriter for a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was like my one of my first guitars. Actually, my first guitar was a Mexican $7 guitar. <laughs> it wasn't even finished. That lasted about three months, you know. But then, uh, yeah, uh, my father bought me a, my first electric guitar and amp. He said... Uh, this is the first and this is the last. You're on your own, and I've been doing it ever since. Nice. When, so when you um, started with piano, I imagine you learned musical notes and Oh, such. yeah. So that's your, your uh, by-the-music kind of I, guy? Actually, no, because I, I can read. I play by ear, basically. Oh, okay. Absolutely, because guitars, you know, you ask anybody who reads guitar music, it's brutal. <laughs> it's rude compared to piano, you know, or something like that. So when I first started learning, I, you know, I had like six months of lessons, and then Ted said, all right, just get out there and play start doing it. Wow. And so, you know, nobody was teaching you Beatles songs and all that. You know, <laughs> they wanted you to go traditional and all that. So we had to learn that all. I think Pug would agree. We had to learn that all by ourselves. Wow. Well, I did a year's worth of lessons, but it didn't help me. <laughs> so, Pug, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did where'd you get your start? Well, early, early on, uh, I went to an elementary school on the west side, Tucker School. Oh, yeah. And there That swing. ages you when you say Tucker School, you know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well... I'm 72, and I love every minute of it. <laughs> well, I would have never guessed. Well, that's nice to hear. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, there was a talent show one year. I think I was eight. And I got up, and, and I sang uh, Traveling Man by Ricky Nelson. It was the beginning for me. I mean, uh, it was just wonderful to sing. And 
really, really wonderful to be appreciated. Get some, get some applause and said, this is, this is something I know I'll be doing for the rest of my life, singing. And shortly after that, started fooling around with the guitar a little bit. And as the Beatles came on, so did everyone else. He jumped on board, you know. It's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. But um, I really have a, an affection for the harmony aspect. I love harmonizing with other people. I really, really get off on that sort of thing. So that's what I tend to look for. I did notice that, you know, looking back at your history and, and following you, that, yeah, you tend to always work with other people. You're not one of these people that tends to do solo acts. So no, that explains did. it. Uh, and some of the reason for that was I started out playing bass. I loved playing bass guitar. Uh, if you take the bass away from a few guitars or a band, you hear a big void. So I loved being a bass player and being a vocalist as well. But you can't accompany yourself with the bass and go out and do a solo thing. So eventually I started to play a little more guitar and appreciate it to, uh, as I say, to accompany my voice. So that's where that started. Wow, that, that's real interesting. And, and during uh, one of the breaks here, you were saying that you originally were from Texas. That's where you came from. Yes, yes, Corpus Christi, Texas. I was born oh. there. <laughs> and all of my mother's uh, family is from there. I think my mother grew up in a town where there was seven people. <laughs> <laughs> One of those, okay. Yeah, yeah, a, real, yeah. a real dusty roads. Uh, but boy, I, I sure have, uh, like we were talking earlier, I have such a strong lure and affection for Texas. Uh, I love the Berkshires, but I love Texas. Yes, well, I do too, because that's, you know, as, as we talked a little bit, a lot of country music hidden there that people don't know about um you Absolutely. know nashville became the focus and bakersfield and you know people forgot texas is a big part of country music huge and, and it's still producing great stars yeah. and and we need to to get more exposure for those folks yeah. so john where'd you originally where were you born Right here in Pittsfield, Mass. at St. Luke's Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm dating myself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, I see you both been in a number of different bands. Um, John, you in particular, I, I've seen a bunch of the different bands you were in, Zarvis Allen and... Oh, Blind Date, yeah. Yeah. All those, yeah. Yeah, some of those great pictures of you in leather, I've seen those. <laughs> wow. Yikes. A real Yikes. stunner. Yikes. <laughs> and uh, Pog, I've seen you in the black and white stuff from the Boys Club Lighthouse. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. and uh, who could forget the Lighthouse? That's How about it? You know, the, the, the few times I had the, the chance to uh, participate in bands was at the Lighthouse. And, and that I miss that place. You know, kids need that. They absolutely do. They don't get enough exposure to music. I'll tell in you. those days, you could go from the girls' club to a dance, and if you didn't like it there, you could go to the Lighthouse and hear right. a band. Yeah. It was wonderful. The kids had a place to go yep. and I just could, do their thing. Yeah. I could tell you. There's probably many a couple. Well, maybe they're not couples now, but that that met their, their first one and only at yeah, the boys' right. club dance. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, haven't we all? We met our first there how many times? Yeah, yeah, you know. So uh, absolutely. Uh, why don't we uh, why don't we take a little bit here or listen to a few songs from you guys that uh, you put together for today? Um, and go ahead. All right. Do an old song by a 
Merle the Pearl Haggard. Ah, right. It's called Silver Wings. Want to give us one more? Certainly. All right. <coughs> Which one you wanted to? Remember that. 
But uh, yes, we like this song. We just we just learned it uh, a short time ago. It's called Lion Eyes. It has a really nice flow to it. So we'll we'll try that one.
Thank you, gentlemen. That was awesome. Nice. Uh, it's awful that we don't have a live studio audience here to to um, clap you guys on because that was great. <laughs> Thank uh, you. And I want the the folks that are listening today to know that we're not doing anything fancy here. These guys just have mics in front of them and their their acoustic uh, instruments. That's just how good they are. Um, they they come out with a great great sound and. Uh, it's interesting you chose that song, Lion Eyes, by the Eagles, because uh, coming up, one of the songs I had queued up is uh, Vince Gill. And Vince Gill, of course, went on tour with the Eagles somewhere around 2018 um, with them. He's just a phenomenal guitar player. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, he, and he's got a great guitar collection, although he sold half of it. Um, and so... Kind of, kind of interesting. I guess we were reading minds because we didn't script what songs you were going to do. <laughs> so we're going to uh, take a quick break here and uh, get back with you here in a few minutes. But stay tuned for Bringing Country Back and more of Pug Demery and John Zarvis. WTBR-FM is listener-supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Hey friends, if you're looking for some party music, tune in to Polka Express with me, Bill Gustavus, every Wednesday night from 6 to 8, and Sunday mornings from 8 to 10, right here on 89.7 WTBR, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. Hello, Phil Tierney here the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8, and if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area. Tonight, mostly clear this evening, then becoming partly cloudy. Cold with lows around 30. West wind 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts up to 25 miles per hour, becoming south 5 to 10 miles per hour after midnight. Thursday, mostly sunny in the morning, then mostly cloudy with a chance of rain showers in the afternoon. Not as cool with highs in the lower 60s. South wind 15 to 20 miles per hour. Gusts up to 35 miles per hour in the afternoon. Chance of rain 30%. Thursday night, mostly cloudy. A chance of showers in the evening. Not as cool with lows in the mid 40s. Southwest wind 15 to 20 miles per hour. 
becoming west 10 to 15 miles per hour after midnight. Chance of rain 30%. Weather forecasts for WTBRFM are provided by the National Weather Service. Is your little one safe inside your vehicle? Is the child seat installed properly? Is it the correct seat for your child? Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madeline with the Pittsfield Police Department, reminding you to please keep your children safe. Follow the safety seat manufacturer's recommendations for height and weight, and check NHTSA's website or our Facebook page for recommendations. If you have a question or would like your seat installation checked, please contact our department at 413-448-9700, extension 575. Our officers are certified safety seat installers. Thank you. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. And we're back. You're listening to Bringing Country Back. I'm your host, Brian Andrews, here every Wednesday um, from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And uh, we thank you for tuning in again. And uh, just a quick reminder that if you miss any of our episodes or you like them so much you want to listen to them again, you can go to our website, WTBRFM.com. Go to the podcast area and uh, go to uh, Bringing Country Back. And all our episodes are archived there, usually within 24 hours of... um, of being uh, broadcast. And then if if uh, Google is your preferred podcast engine, you can go to Google Podcast and search out Bringing Country Back, and we've got them posted on there as well. And both places you can subscribe and get a little email every time we add an episode. So look forward to uh, having more people join that up. Uh, we are thrilled today to have with us Pug Demery and John Zarvis, who are uh, going to be doing a little more talking with us and a uh, little bit more music. And uh, looking forward, I'm talking to Alex Miller again about coming back on. He's uh, got a busy schedule with his new album out, doing a lot of promotion on that, but he wants to get back on the show. And um, talking with a few others, so stay tuned for that. We'll be announcing that schedule soon because, um, as you know, we we bring them all on here. If you remember last year, we had a great year. We had Grammy Award winning Rhonda Vincent on here, and and uh, and the new she was the newest member of the Grand Ole Opry now until Gene Watson, and then uh, Jeannie Seely from uh, the Grand Ole Opry, and the list goes on. So uh, for those of you who got to enjoy those, uh, we got more coming. In the meantime, you guys have a couple songs you want to do, or you want to talk some more? Both. Okay. Let's do a little bit of both. Yeah. So, I, John, you and I kind of we've we've communicated for a long time, and we really, I think, hit it off when it came to country music because I listen to all kinds of music. I it depends on my mood. I, you know, thank God for things like Spotify, or I'd be broke buying music. Um, but we really kind of cemented a relationship when you began talking to me about Hank Garland. Yes, who, my man. He, great, great <laughs> guitarist. And you pointed me out to his uh, his movie, and and so, I, you primarily, I think, unless I'm wrong, your early career in this was rock and roll type of music. Oh yeah, but you became really focused on that guitar and got an appreciation for the great guitars. Absolutely, I uh you know, when, you, when you're growing up in the day, it's Jimi Hendrix, it's uh, Eric Clapton, it's Jimmy Page, and you know, and all those guys. But even before that, I was listening to rockabilly, and uh, you know, stuff like that. And I was, you know, then I got into Jeff Beck, and then Jeff Beck starts talking about rockabilly, and and you know, and, and those people there. So I did that for a long time, but then I don't know. T- some years ago, I, I heard a song by Kenny Burrell, very famous jazz guitar player. 
and it started hooking me on jazz because it was something that you know was very was foreign compared to what I played, you know. And then from there, I started listening to jazz guitar players, and then I got hold of the you know Move uh, LP by Hank Garland and got to hear Hank Garland. And then I realized that all this fabulous guitar work that I'd been hearing all these years was actually him. I just didn't know it was him. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I guess, would you agree with me that when you become great at guitar, they tend to gravitate towards jazz because it's... To me, it's kind of a complex. Oh, it's hugely complex. In, yeah, yeah. So structures. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Shapes. Yeah. The color. You know. I mean, you could take a country song, and it and it's a, you know, the, what's that famous saying? Country is country music's three chords and the truth. Yeah. Right. It's. I think it's right off the Ken Burns. I have that song uh, <laughs> queued up from <laughs> there Sarah you, Evans. There you go. There you go. Yeah. But with jazz, there's like. Uh, you know, there there's four or five chords between you know one or two of those chords. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you lead in, you lead out. It's like, I I I I think a jazz guitar is like a hot dog. You know, the hot dog itself. That's the notes, the melody, the bun around it. That's like all the chords you're playing around it, and then the sauce you put on is your good or bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Tio's. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Hank Garland, you know, I knew him, knew of him, loved, you know, his work with country, but really hadn't thought of him as a jazz guitarist until you really changed my focus on that. And so, real interesting that um, some of these guitarists go back and forth between genres. Oh, absolutely, they do. All the good ones do. I bet you could hear Vince Gill sit down and play a jazz tune right off the top of his head and play it fantastically. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. 20 Grammys, you, you don't get there <laughs> right, for, exactly. for no reason. So, so Pug, um, you obviously, I saw a lot of your history over the years was you, you were in that 50s and that Beatle age. and mm -hmm, For sure. Uh, have you always stayed there, or have you your taste varied with what you like to play? I uh, got away from music for a while Oh, uh, because uh, everyday life seemed to have gotten in the way of it. For me, it was tough to make a living, certainly playing music around here. You could, it was a very well-paying second job, for sure. <clears throat> but with three children at the time, yeah, you, you had to had to pay your debts and pay your dues. Uh, but I always leaned towards the Beatles, like a lot of people. Previous to that, there was a band called The Fortunes that were very, very good. Again, going back to all the harmony things, in life that we, uh, myself, uh, I used to sing a lot with David Karen and a guy named uh, Mick Valenti, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, we always had always had very rich, colorful vocal groups going. Uh, so there was a band from the Albany area that everyone here loved. They were called the Sundowners. Oh yeah, and they did wonderful things, and they were probably four or five years older than than my age group, and we would go and stand and watch those people in awe. But in essence, I think they they sort of uh, stunted our growth because uh, a lot of the people around here at that time, with the exception of a few, David Karen being one, um, didn't write their own music. We were all in awe of the Sundowners and area groups like that, uh, and the Showboat, 
obviously used to cater to a lot of bands that were in the New York tri-state area. So, uh, but to answer your question, again, it was always more about singing with me. Uh, John is probably, as far as I'm concerned, the best guitar player in this region. Uh, and I'm thrilled to death to play with him. And uh, we did play together. Back at you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> we got it going on, I think. <laughs> yeah. We play, yeah, he played in the Zarvis Allen band for a while. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't... Long, long time ago. But quite frankly, there was... There wasn't much room for me. Everything was pretty much covered, and I, I needed more. So I think I played about a year, and then I started something on my own. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but again, it always went back to getting back to work and making money and getting a little stockpile somewhere. So did either one of you guys ever make an attempt to take this further, or has it always been kind of a second job hobby slash fun thing? For the most part, that yeah, yeah, because it's like you know you have kids, you're married, you got cars, you got houses, and you know, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the <laughs> the best thing that happened to me was about a year and a half ago when he walked in the door after I hadn't seen him for twenty years. Well, yeah. you guys have. The same way. I, I hate to pour it on too heavy, but you guys have become kind of a phenomenon over the post-COVID time here. Um, COVID really obviously shut down live music. Yes. It, it, across the country, um, you know, I, it was amazing. Like the Grand Ole Opry, they, they managed to keep it going every week. You know, one or two artists on the stage, no audience, and they were committed to, to going uninterrupted. But all the concerts dead in the water all the you know bar shows everything and and now it seems as though people are so hungry it's coming out with a vengeance at least in our area we were just talking before the show how many venues restaurants bars are doing are it's doing so these. wonderful yeah it's so it wonderful is. Absolutely, because, you know, for years we kind of lost that, and it was all DJs and karaoke and yeah, no live music. Can I say that during this COVID period, if you were to look on social media, you didn't see DJs <laughs> or anything else like that. You saw people, you know, in front of their iPad singing a song with a guitar in their lap. Right, right. That's, well, what I, that's what I saw. I didn't see any of and you would have thought that. Hey, it's electronic music anyways. We're just going to put it out over, you know? But right. no. I, and you bring up a good point that I've thought about that I think what why we're seeing the resurgence in popularity is that um, just what you said. There weren't DJs sitting on, you know, YouTube or on Facebook playing. There were artists like you guys, you know, little independent people who were exposing the world to what they had because they had nowhere else to play yeah, i can't absolutely. tell you how many berkshire county people i saw that yeah. i may never have seen before and then you're going wow i didn't know they did that i didn't yeah. know they were talented and now people i think know how great our, our area is for artists i mean yeah we've, we're very fortunate to be <laughs> so enriched with talent yep. it, there's there's so much talent yeah. here young talent older talent right uh it's just wonderful. It's always been. And it's uh, always record. been that way. I mean, I, I'm a big Miles Davis fan, you know, going back to jazz again. And in his book, he says, if you were anybody in the jazz world, you spent your summers at Music Inn. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I mean, so there you go. And I, I mean, you know, everybody else, when they were 18, they went to college. I went on the road. And I got to tell you, I played in a lot of big cities, and I would put this county, musician for musician, up against any of them. I mean, I just couldn't believe how many. Yep. Great musicians came out of come out of this county. So, 
So what do you mean you were on the road? You just told me you didn't do it more than a hobby, but now you're telling me you were well, on the no, road? Well, no, when I was a kid. We all went before, on the road. Before, chil- before children. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, before children, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, being on the road's tough. If you Oh, my it. God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was on the road in a band and went from being on the road to going into the Army all in about eight days. Oh, boy. It was quite a transition. Let, yeah, me, let me tell you. <laughs> Did you get a postcard in the mail? Oh, <laughs> uh, well... It was coming, so I, I kind of just took the leap. Okay. Uh, I had a father that said, it's time to go and do your part, and uh, and off I went. Eight days later, I, I'll never forget that because, uh, yeah, I actually went in on my mother's birthday, April 18th, which just passed. Right. And, that and, was my uh, birthday as well. I don't know Is how. It? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I, I, don't, I don't know where I was or how I landed there, but I just looked up and said, I guess I'm here. I better make the best of it. But Wow. That was, uh, but I certainly did. I will say this. I certainly did miss all of my Berkshire friends who were playing music. It was, uh, it was just to see them grow. Sure. See them grow. It was wonderful to see that, see them flower, so to speak. And, and I have to say, I grew up at those venues, Tanglewood and Music Inn, because my, my dad was head of the uniform branch of the Sheriff's Department, and they provided security, so I'd go hang around and, you know, got to see some great acts come through the area, in addition to the local artists who, as mm-hmm. we acknowledge, are very talented, but bigger artists, oh, yeah. um, you know, Emmy Lou Harris. I got a picture sitting in the office with my dad sitting on a park bench with her, yeah. you know, at oh, Tanglewood, wonderful. and uh, saw the Outlaws at Music Inn, and yeah. Music Inn was a little rough, so I didn't didn't go there too often, but uh, yeah, and I think, you know, and when you guys were singing Merle Haggard, I remember the venues that we had here that we don't longer have, and I, I can't remember the name of it, but it used to be the Bible Speaks Campus, and they... Yes, in they Lennox. Were, yeah, and they were doing... Big time acts, and I saw Merle Haggard there. Wow! It, it, just a great show. Obviously, I've seen him a number of times. But what struck me is his guitar player was sitting there and had kind of a big belly, and had two of his buttons were open the whole show. And his belly was hanging out, and you know what? Nobody cared because there was the nah. music just had you so mesmerized. Nah. So. Um, I do appreciate you playing Merle Haggard because he's he's the king. He was Boy. so wonderful. Uh, yeah, yeah. You ain't kidding. And um, it's amazing where he came from to where he went. I'm reading the book The Hag right now, and boy, he had a rough rough childhood he was in and out of detention centers and he he's not one of those fake ones that sings prison songs he was in right you know, prison yeah he's been yeah. there so all right enough talking for now how about a song from you guys okay sure. all right let's try a song by we're gonna start a, a, a big vocal song again by the righteous brothers oh this is going back one two three four <laughs> And there's no tenderness 
anymore in your fingertips. You're trying hard not to show it, but There's no welcome look in your eyes when I reach for you. And now you're starting to criticize little things I do. Yeah, it makes me just feel like crying. Something beautiful's dying You've lost that loving feeling Oh, that loving feeling You've lost that loving feeling Now it's gone, gone, gone And I can't go Get down on my knees for you Ooh. 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 You don't let love me Like it used to do We had a love, a love A love you don't find every day Great job. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. We, uh, boy, this is, this is a great uh, great show, great music. I hope uh, everybody's catching it. Remember, if you want to 
re-listen to this, go to the podcast area, WTBRFM. You've been listening to Bringing Country Back. I'm your host, Brian Andrews. Um, we're going to take another musical break here with some great, great guitars here and come right back to uh, John and Pug. So why don't we listen to a little Vince Gill here for a minute? Nice. Nice. <laughs> There we go with uh, Oklahoma Borderline, Vince Gill, one of the great country guitarists and vocalists. And um, 
we're going to bring you right back to today in case you're just tuning in i hope not because you've missed a lot of great radio if you have but um we've got Pug Demery and John Zarvis here live with us in the studio. And um, we're going to let them play another tune here because uh, they're sounding just so good here. So go ahead, guys. Hit it. Uh, do a song by Neil Young. Neil Young.
Great job. We're going to take a little station break here, and we'll be right back with some more great local music. 89.7 WTBRFM Pittsfield. It's a whole new way of life. Well, let's hear it. Hello, Phil Tierney here the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8, and if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Support for WTBR comes from Berkshire Community College. BCC provides access to higher education to everyone in Berkshire County and beyond, offering more than 50 high-quality programs, small class sizes, and an affordable education to help their students of all ages achieve their dreams. At BCC, their middle name is Community. And from County Ambulance, providing quality, professional, efficient medical care and medical transportation services to the citizens of Berkshire County. Online at CountyAMB.com. Underwriters are so important for keeping this station alive. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. I'd like to thank our local businesses for supporting Pittsfield Community Radio and for believing in the mission of the station. When you hear underwriting messages on the air, you know those companies support WTBR-FM. If you're listening now and your business would like to join in and support us, call me today at 445-4234 and get involved or visit us at WTBRFM.com. It will make all the difference. This is Joe Walsh. One thing I do when I'm not playing rock and roll is get on the air as an amateur radio operator. Also called ham radio is a communication service provided by ordinary people just like you and me. We have a national emergency communication system in place 24-7, 365. Find out more about amateur radio at arrl.org slash what is ham radio. See you on the air. Don't be another lesson 
Of course, that was the great Tia Goins, Memories to Burn, great Gene Watson tune. Tia being a good friend of our show, we have had her on before, and um, she's she's doing her her job trying to bring the younger generation back to, to good old traditional country music and uh, getting some recognition. Of course, she's put her last album out on independent label, and uh, she... Um, is is uh, still going full steam ahead, so we're looking forward to it. So back to uh, our, uh, today's show, we've got Pug Demery and John Zarvis with us. One question: How did you two guys happen to connect? What I mean, you obviously you've known each other for music for years, but how did you come to the point where you said, "Let's play together"? It's it's a story. It is. It is. Well, I is been, it okay for radio? Oh, it's okay for okay. radio. It's double. It's double G rated. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, right at the as end you of COVID. said, right at the end of COVID. Yeah, it was right at the end of COVID. I mean, things had shut down. I had, uh, you know, bands were literally non-existent, so I started to play solo. And I'd been doing that for close to a year, and I actually did a solid for Donna Hansen at uh, Balderdash Cellars, which is a fab place to play at. And uh, so I'm playing away, and in walks Pug Demery, who I haven't seen in 20 years. And I said, hey, come on up, brother. Come on and sing a couple of songs with me. And it's like, you know, 15 seconds into him singing this first song, I'm thinking to myself, why are you doing this as a solo? So the next day, I played at Proprietors, and he showed up, and he showed up again. And uh, my wife turned around to his wife and said, these guys should really do a duo together. And his wife, Karen, said, yeah, I told him last night, and we've been, you know, doing it ever since. Well, we learned a Everly Brothers song. Yeah, and that was really that was the of beginning fun. of it. Beginning of fun for us. Yeah, that's great. Yep. hadn't seen him in twenty years, huh? About yeah, that. Really. about that. Yeah, and just uh, by accident. Yeah, and you guys never. Well, you did you ever play together before for any? Not one on one. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Sometimes when you play in a band, uh, uh, you don't. You don't experience a lot one-on-one, obviously. It's very different. Because it's a group. Yeah, know? yeah. So, Gotcha. Well, I'm sure glad you two got together. So you, <laughs> you got another one for us? Yeah. I sure do. Sure. All right. We do something by Timothy Schmidt. And Pug's going to sing it. This song was written by 
which I was surprised to, to learn very recently, by Paul Carrick. He was the man that, uh, he played in a band called Ace. Yeah. And they did that song, How Long Has This Been Going, going On? Yeah. yeah. But uh, in any case, he wrote this song, and the Eagles made it very, very popular. Uh, so it goes a little bit like this. I didn't tune up my D again. That's okay. Here we go. I was standing all alone against the world outside. You were searching for a place to hide. Alive. Don't you worry, cause sometimes you just gotta let it ride. The world is changing right before your eyes. And now I found you, there's no
course, that was John Zaris and Pug Demery here live in the studio of Bringing Country Back. I'm your host, Brian Andrews. Thank you for joining us again this week. And uh, just remember, top of the hour, we've got uh, Polka Express coming in. For those of you who like that good old polka music, Bill Gustavus and Lucy Flazik um, playing, playing all your polka tunes. So what do you think, guys? You got another one in you? Um, yeah. All right. <coughs> We're going to try to stick with the very thick, the thick country vein, right? Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> this is your show. This is, from, this is from one of the fountains of country himself, <laughs> Hank Williams. All right. That lonesome whippoorwill It sounds too blue to fly The midnight train is winding low I'm so lonesome I could cry I've never seen a night so long When time goes crawling by The moon just went behind the clouds I'm so lonesome I could cry see a robin weep when leaves begin to die that means he's lost his will to live I'm so lonesome I could cry the silence of a falling star lights up the purple sky and as I wonder where you are I'm so lonesome I could cry I'm so lonesome I could cry I'm so I could cry. Well, you can't get any country other than Hank Williams. And a fine job you guys did. Thank you. So, uh, do you guys have plans or you're just going going day to day, week to week? Well, 
one of our plans was actually to play on your radio station. Well. <laughs> <laughs> to play on your, so that, that, that has come to fruition, and we hope that'll happen again. And uh, we're just out there, you know, playing music for anybody who wants to hear us. We're starting to get in. Actually, we're starting to get into, you know, we haven't finished anything yet, but we're starting to write our own stuff, too. So that's something that we're really looking forward to. I have a studio at my house. We can record it right there. You'll be the first to know. Yes, I better be. <laughs> nice. Um, so do you have any uh, gigs coming up you want to talk about? Yes. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, we yes. have uh, we have Balderdash Cellars Friday night, <coughs> 5 to 8. And we have, where else are we playing? We're playing Tavern at the A. Six to nine on Saturday, this Saturday. And these are both great places to play. The people who hire you, Donna and Haley, are fabulous to work for. And uh, We're finding out that all the places that we play, yeah, we really enjoy each and every one of them. Absolutely. People are all so nice. The, yep. the staff. Yeah, staff is nice. The whole crew is nice. The, the you know, the, the owners, the people who run the, you know, I mean, when you're there for the night, y'all, you're all, you're all in the same marching and oh, yeah. with the same direction, yep. you know. And, and it's a, it's a good thing, you know, to have a good night, you know, for you know people that you're playing for, your audience, the owners, and everybody. It seems well, apparent that we're starting to get a little following, which is yeah. yep. so nice to look up and see familiar faces. Oh yeah, and uh, we made some unhappy people when you guys were at the Polish Falcons uh, months ago, and we were kind of packed and had to turn away some of your fans because we were going to exceed the fire code. So yeah, uh, you got to <laughs> we got to worry about that stuff. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, a lot of these venues are really supportive of of the live music, which is great, and yeah. especially the smaller acts. Whereas for years it was, you know, everybody wanted the big bands and multi pieces. Of course, nobody wanted to pay for it, but uh, it, it's nice to see the smaller acts really making making yeah. the, the move here so how do you guys decide what songs you're going to play i mean <laughs> just we bounce off each other yeah all the time we are time. i can tell you that we're pretty selective that we for every 10 songs we each throw out or whatever we'll pick one or two for sure for you know for uh you know like you know, out, out, out of ten songs that I want that that I want to do, eight of them he sings. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I mean. Yep, it's yep. it's uh, you know we're we're always thinking like a you know teamwork. You know how can we sure. how can we do our take on this great song? You so know? you're you're feeling if you don't think you can do that song justice, you're you're just not going to touch it. We don't we don't. Yeah, and it's got to move. It, it has to move us too, and that goes with places too that we play at too. Yeah, I mean I, we've walked into places and said, uh, <laughs> nope, turn around. <laughs> Walk right out the door without even sure. making contact. <laughs> so I, I see that you guys tend to stay right here in Berkshire County. Yeah, for the you, most part. You like that the best <laughs> and not travel too far? We've talked about that. We're getting oh, a yeah. little lazy, I think. We're getting lazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't know if that comes with uh, wisdom or uh, or just lack age, of energy. Age. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, age, I guess. But we're having fun doing what we are doing. So it, that may that may get expanded. Yeah. Uh, and we call people out in the audience. We call you out when you're in the audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we do it to everybody. It's a yeah. great thing, you know. But uh, sometimes that's because I'll mention a song, and next thing I know, you will learn it, and then you want to yep. make sure that I know you spent the time. That's right. <laughs> so if you decide today, you know what? Here's a song we really got to do. You guys will get together. Yep. And um, 
is there an average time it takes you to learn a song and really perfect it to the point that you, now you can go out and play it live? I'll t- I can tell you this. There's, there's learning the song and practicing it, and then there's playing the song out. And then, after you've done that a little while, then there's locking in. And once the song locks in, then it's good. It'll sound good, yep. but it'll sound real good once it locks in. And it, it happens, it's like, one time you'll just play that. So, Am I right? If you don't play every single weekend, yeah. or if there's a break in your playing schedule, you have to learn to lock in again. And, yeah. and all musicians know that right. at any level. I guess, but that's where some of the fun and the magic as well comes in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can sometimes you can practice a song and it's like, yeah, okay, it sounds good. Sounds great. But it's not that tight. You know, yep. and you know, then one one day you'll play it, it'll lock in, and then wham, that's the way the song should sound. Gotcha. Yeah. So it, it, kind of like being an athlete, you you got to practice, Absolutely. or else. Oh it's my gonna, God! Yes, yes. So you guys see a lot of each other, I guess, huh? <laughs> Yeah, we call each other up every morning at nine yeah. o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I hope you say hello to your wife before you do. Oh that. yeah, Sorry. we do, we do. Okay. They get their coffee, and yeah, oh yes, yes. <laughs> Great. Um, you guys want to do another one, or sure? sure. Why not? Song by Jesse Young, maybe. Does that sound good? Or you did? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Anything at all? Sound good to me. I just happened to be a something I see sitting there. So, um, this is an old song from the Youngbloods which was a, a pretty popular song in its day. I guess we're talking oh, the late yeah. 60s, maybe? Yeah, get together. Early 70s, yeah. yeah. We'll give this a spin. Um, two, three, four. Love is but a song we sing
brother, everybody get together, try to love one another right now. And if you hear the song we sing, Get your love and fear all in your trembling hand. Just one key unlocks and balls. It's there at your command. Come along, people now. Smile on your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Come along, people now. Smile on your brothers. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Right now. Right Great song to choose there. Boy, if people would just too. listen to that song and do more of it. Huh? And say it's a little applicable for everything that's going on. Absolutely. Yep. Locally, nationally, and worldwide. Yes, sir. That's we right. all got to love each other a little more. So mm -hmm. you've been listening to Plug Demery and John Zarvis. We've had them here live for the show. And uh, gentlemen, it's been a great hour and a half. And uh, I, I told you I'd limit you to an hour and a half unless you want to do one more to play out with. Um we can do one more. Okay. Um, but again, thank you, and we're definitely going to have you back. Thank you so thank much. You. It has been a pleasure. It's been absolute joy. And absolute if, joy, yeah. If you're interested in reaching out to the two of them to um, maybe get them to, to do a show at your venue or, or your event, uh, John is on um, Facebook. Yep. Pug is, too. Oh, Pug is. Oh, how, yeah, I'm on there. How come I didn't notice that? Lord knows I'm on there way too much. So <laughs> you can reach out to the two of them. And so am I lately. I got the hook now. Yeah, it's it's dangerous. It is. And uh, certainly if uh, you want, you can also reach out to us on Bringing Country Back uh, on, on Facebook. So let's take it out with uh, one more, gentlemen. Okay. So by the Everly Brothers. Yeah, we're going to do one by the Everly Brothers. Well, take it back. That's what brought you here, right? That's right. <laughs> Two, three, four. Don't, Don't want your love anymore. Don't want your kisses, that's for sure. I die each time I hear the sound. Well, I got to stand tall You know a man can't fall When he told his devil lies He sees him passing by He's not a man at all Don't want your love anymore 
job gentlemen thank you sir thank you sir do you know what country artist actually got a number one hit out of that in 1989 we don't know reba mcintyre wow uh, yes indeed so um we enjoyed having you here guys and it's been a great time and i can't wait to have you back uh thank you all for listening to bring country back we've still got a half hour to go with some great country uh music so don't go anywhere and uh we're gonna Play a little Alan Jackson, George Strait right now. Thank you, Tony.
think I'm gonna need you to get back home. Hold on to my hat. I don't wanna lose it. I couldn't stand for something else to be gone. I'm sure you know the reason I'm here crying. I think you'll understand why tonight I'm the designated drinker. I just lost the one that wrapped me around her finger. I need to get to where I can't think. Crazy arms for me. Do, do I have to? Just like you wrote it. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, I'll try it and see how it comes out, okay?
to light up an old flame With a little bit of luck and a hug There's gonna be a big change I got a strong desire to start the kind of fire That'll burn through a pouring rain I'm gonna find me a new way to light up an old flame I've had all that I can stand I got roses in my She never got to see And she won't know what to say I'm gonna find me a new way To light up an old flame With a little bit of luck and a hug There's gonna be a big change I got a strong desire to start The kind of fire that'll burn through a pouring Billy Lenneman, get a hold on your big bass fiddle, start us off on the old song about the cigarette. Now I'm a fella with the heart of gold and the ways of a gentleman I've been told, kind of a guy that wouldn't even harm a flea. But if me and a certain character met, the guy that invented that cigarette, I'd murder that son of a gun in the first degree. And ain't cause I don't smoke them myself and I don't reckon they'll hinder health, I've smoked them all my life and I ain't dead yet. But nicotine slaves are all the same At a petting party or a poker game Everything gotta stop while they have a cigarette Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette Puff, puff, puff it if you smoke yourself to death Tell St. Peter to Golden Gate You just hate to make him wait But you gotta have another cigarette In a game of chance the other night, old Dame Fortune was doing me right. The kings and queens kept on coming around. Oh, I was hitting them good and betting them high, but my bluff didn't work on a certain guy. He kept calling, laying his money down. 
See, he'd raise me, then I'd raise him, and I sweated blood. You gotta sink or swim. Finally called, but didn't raise the bet. Hmm. I said, Ace is full, pal. How about you? He said, I'll tell you in a minute or two, but right now I've got to have me a cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Puff, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death. Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate, you just hate to make him wait, but you gotta have another cigarette. Now the other night I had a date with the cutest little gal in any state, a hybrid uptown fancy little dame. She said she loved me and seemed to me that things were sort of like they ought to be, so hand in hand we strolled down Lover's Lane. <laughs> she was a long way from a chunk of ice and our petting party was going real nice and uh, I got an idea I might have been there yet. So I give her a kiss and a little squeeze, then she said, Travis, excuse me please, but I gotta have a cigarette. Just tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate You just hate to make him wait But you've got to have another cigarette Up off the ground. 
daughter, son. Bring that boogie round, Lord, if you don't like your job. Then lay that boogie down on the ground. Mule Skinner Blues, done by Jerry Reed. Before that, we heard Smoke, Smoke, Smoke That Cigarette from Merle Travis, from the Merle Travis Story album. And uh, before that, we heard A New Way to Light Up an Old Flame from Joe Diffie. And then we heard Marty Stewart, Ralph Mooney, from uh, Marty's Ghost Train Studio B Sessions, with uh, Crazy Arms, and we started this set off with Designated Drinker with Alan Jackson and George Strait from uh, Alan Jackson's Drive album. So I hope you've been here with us for the whole show. Um, You would have heard some great, great interview and great songs from Berkshire uh, music artists, Pug Demery and, and John Sarvis. We had a great, great chat. Learned a lot about them and uh, definitely heard some great music. And uh, we're, we, while that music was playing, I was uh, talking to him about coming back. So uh, sometime down the road, we're, we'll have him back in here. Got a few other people, live artists from the area we want to get in here and feature some live artists. So uh, we look forward to that. Larry Cracker here on 89.7 WTBR getting ready for another two hours of amazing oldies that you could hear twice Saturday afternoons at 4 p.m. and Monday mornings at 10 a.m. Remember those old 45 RPM records you had when you were a kid? Well, I have mine, and I'll play them for you twice a week. Nothing but old 45s. Saturday afternoons at 4 with an encore presentation Monday morning at 10 a.m. Here on Pittsfield Community Radio, 89.7 WTBL. Sandrini Enterprises, providing awnings and canopies in western Massachusetts. Retractable awnings, retractable screens, gutter and gutter protection systems, commercial awnings, and screen rooms. Customized solutions available online at Sandrini.com. UCP of Western Massachusetts is hiring. If you'd like to help people with different abilities lead independent lives, apply at UCPWMA.org slash jobs. We need direct and living caregivers. Join the agency who's reimagining independence. Have you ever dreamed of being a radio DJ, spinning your favorite vinyl, CDs, and MP3s? Have you ever wanted to share conversations with interesting guests with the community? Then the WTBR-FM Programming Committee wants to hear from you. We are now accepting proposals for new programs. For more information, visit WTBRFM.com or call 445-4234. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. Tonight your memory found 
much too sober Couldn't drink enough to keep you off my mind me down and let your memory come around the one true friend I thought I'd found tonight the bottle let me down Sure is a long walk back. 
Backtrack to see if I can find a way back home. Well, I couldn't take her out of Texas, so she thinks I gotta make it on my own. And now we sure is a long walk back to Sun and Dawn. And now we sure is a long walk back to Oh, it's a long walk back to San Antonio. Junior Brown there from the Long Walk Back album. And uh, before that, we heard the uh, legend Merle Haggard, The Bottle Let Me Down. So it's been a, a great two hours, and I want to thank you for being here with us and, and tuning in to Bringing Country Back. Remember, we're here every Wednesday, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., and uh, we look forward to having you join us again and and uh, join join all the exciting traditional and classic country news, music, and interviews that we have going on. So uh, I think it'll only be appropriate after having Pug and John on here and, and my relationship with my buddy John to uh, take it out of here with a little Hank Garland, Sugarfoot Rag. Mm-hmm. 